approached by Adrianosaurus. Super coached by Adrianosaurus. Hello, ladies and gents. You're with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapanorama. Uh, for super coach purposes, the round 16 TLT is out, and it's a post rep round we had origin and some uh, international rep games and you know the teams have been named and there's not too much to speak of but you know there could be some optimistic namings in there you know obviously you've got to keep an eye on captain's runs and you know team cuts and stuff someone like Hass, for instance has been named but he's in the wars he's got these shoulders he's had an ankle injury at origin you know, I wouldn't... He, what, what do they play? They play, you know, mid-round. I'd have him on your bench. And if, you know, if you've got a Max King or whatever, and you, you know, maybe it's a safe play to have him in your starting lineup with your IPAP this week and have a have a Hass on the bench or leave him out altogether or whatever, if you like, um, because I, that's one that I wouldn't expect. Um, Munster, he's copped the shoulder, the AC... He's been named, it's a Thursday night, and the good thing about that is the Thursday night game, if he is a late scratching, no problem, because you can make the adjustment before the round kicks off, uh, but I just quietly am not 100% expecting him. Look, we've got Paps in the extended bench, so if Paps comes in and he goes to fullback, you know, maybe they put Meany, oh, they could put Meany to 5-8, I guess, or they could put him to the bench, and Nick Arima, who's on the bench, could come into the six. So just be wary of those sorts of things happening in the round um, and keep your eye on team news uh, as the teams get cut and after these captains' runs happen. Um, We'll go through the teams uh, and just the relevant sort of news about the teams as I see it. Um, We'll cover the um, most bought and sold players and I'll give my opinions on that. I want to give you a little chat about my trades this week. I mean, it's a really interesting time of year because we're sort of, you know, I think the pickings for the old round 17 are you know, slimming up. Uh, we don't know if someone like Talakai is going to be released or Hines even from Origin Duty, which were two that we were probably counting on. Paps is back this week on the extended bench, and you'd, I think he might just come on into the team. Hopefully, he comes in and scores a forty, and he loses some cash. Um, but you know, I don't think he's going to go off to Origin, so he's going to be a big, big target for people for round seventeen. Do you go hard at round seventeen? I was probably looking at um, you know ten as a number for round seventeen. You know, not going too, too hard at it. Because I think now, with the way the year's going, just trying to conserve as many trades for the back end as you can and don't just bring in someone for the sake of bringing them in. Uh, go the quality over quantity and, and and don't sacrifice. You know, like a little second there, I was considering selling Munster um, to bring in dill bags and then using Cody Walker after the round 17 to bring Munster back in. Um, but that's an extra trade, isn't it? So, uh, you know, just making some mindful decisions. You know, do you really need to hit it with 12, 13, you know, and, and is there 12, 13 good ones to get? Um, Paps is definitely one we want. You know, someone like IPAP is someone you definitely want. Maddo, you know, is is a good one to target. Um, you know, Dillbags, definitely if you've got a spot in your 5.8s and stuff. Hughes, if you've got a halfback spot. There's some big targets, but, you know, I don't think there's 13 
you know, big targets. So we'll go through the teams. Um, we'll talk about my trades and what I th- think I might do. I'm a bit confused. I'm a bit, um, I, I don't know. I had the week off, so I'm, I've been thinking about it, and I'll let you know what my th- thinking is. Anyway, we'll see how we go. We'll do vice captains and captains. It's a tough round as well because there's some hard teams up against hard teams and shit teams up against shit teams. So, you know, the VCs and Cs could be a little bit more tricky this week. Um, all right, let's cover it with the first game of the round, the Seagulls up against the Storm, the rivalry. Um, look, the teams are pretty, you know, standard named-wise, but we'll go through the couple of things uh, in the teams. LIA is out, he copped a uh, concussion in the rep game. So Kepi's going to start. Paseca's going to come in on the bench. All the rep players have been named. So there was some internationals, Tupolotto and that, and Kula. Um, and obviously DCE's been named uh, as well. Uh, you know, the DCE's probably got a few owners out there, but obviously being a Thursday game, it's no sweat. It's perfect when you get these, you know, and even a lot of us own a lot of Melbourne Storm players, and that's just juicy because it's a Thursday game, and if there's any late scratchings, we can deal with it. Um, Over to the Melbourne team. Felice is um, out for personal reasons. Lewis is going to start in the second row forward. Nikarima comes onto the bench. Now, that's what concerns me for Munster because Nikarima is obviously a half... Um, and, you know, with Paps, we should cover that. Paps has been named on the extended bench. So Meany at fullback, Paps on the extended bench. I could really see um, Paps coming in. Uh, and may- maybe he starts from the bench and maybe Munster does a late scratching and then Nikarima goes and starts. You know, that's just my feeling on on that one. Um, but you're, it's a Thursday game, so you'll be able to... Um, You'll be able to adjust accordingly. Uh, all the rep players from Origin, Harry Grant and such, they've been named for the Melbourne Storm. Uh, over to the next game, the Knights. Ponger is out. Um, you know, he got KO'd by Nathan Cleary. And because he's the chin and he's, uh, you know, the, the special one, no charge for him. So he'll be free to play. But um, Ponger is out. Um, and Hoy is going to start in fullback. Dan Safidi is named in the reserves, um, and Best and Gagai are on the extended bench. Um, oh, uh, yeah, Gagai's no, so Gagai is named, um, and Dan Safidi and Best are on the um, extended, so they might come in. Um, but yeah, Gagai's been named to back up from Origin. Uh, on the Gold Coast side of things, uh, Big Fafida is back, and he's on the bench. Um, Thompson, Corey, and Proctor are in the extended bench um, as well. All the rep players be named to back up from internationals and origin. So if you're a Tino owner, um, I think he's going to back up. Um, uh, onto the Panthers versus the Roosters. All origin and rep players are named, but looking at that um, Penrith extended bench, you know, they have really got some, you know, numbers there. Like even halves, just so Cleary could be a late scratching, uh, you know, that that sort of stuff. Um, look, I'm sure they're on a high. And what day is that? That's the Friday. Um, so, you know, they've had five days, I guess. And I don't think they looked like they were banged up. Um, you know, and you had your Targos, your Mays and Kickouts from the internationals. They've been named. Um, so there you go. I mean, it'll be an interesting one to see. You know, you think that um, Ivan's going to rest some of these Panthers at some stage, maybe because they've got a reasonable time frame to back up. 
you know, we'll have to see. Coruscant played big minutes in, you know, Origin, so I don't know. But yeah, keep a close eye on it anyway because that extended bench looks like it's ready to cover you know, some late scratchings from the Penrith team. Uh, over to the Roosters, Kiri's going to get another little uh, rest um, to recover from that HIA stuff, and Hutchinson's going to be in the six. Victor, the inflictor's back at lock, so Butcher's going to go to the bench, and Saluka Fafita is out. Um, Collins is named. I know he copped, I think it was a HIA, but he's been named um, this week, and all the other rep players you know, your Joey Manus and the like, um, are named, you know, to back up. Uh, over to the Dogs versus the Sharks. The Dogs, it's the same team as last week. They've got a win. Um, and Burton has been named to back up. He did play centres and he was an absolute star at Origin, but I think he'll back up. Um, the Sharks, it's the same 17 as last week. Nico and Talakai named. There's no doubt that Nico is going to be fine. He was the 18th man, and Talakai played very few minutes, so I think that he'll back up. Um, Mulatalo and Katoa, the other rep players, have been named also to back up. I think they've had plenty of time um, to recover. Um, On to the Cows versus the Broncos. Luciano has made his way into that Cowboys team on the bench. Um, and Gilbert is going to start in the second row. So Lou Milou is out of the team. Uh, Felt is back into the extended bench um, you know, for this team. And the, all the you know, reps, the international and um, origin reps, have been named to back up. Uh, over to the Broncos. A-Ray, Adam Reynolds is back. Uh, in the halves, and Hass has been named. Now he, I have big doubts over Hass. Yeah, if uh, and if I had him, and I was, an, I'm not a Hass owner, but if I was, he'd be on my bench. And I think the way Max King's been playing and scoring, I'll just have a Max King and IPAP, or maybe even, you know, you just have a reserve on him if you really want a reserve on him, and then make an, you can make it a late adjustment. Just make sure you got someone after that game to be able to put it on if you'd like, you know, to pick someone. Um, because I don't know if he's going to play. I just have my doubts. He's banged up with the shoulder, you know, the shoulders on both side and the ankle. Um, on to the bunnies versus the eels. Latrell is back, so Nick Arima is going to go to the bench, and Taff is out. All the reps, Kalomatangi and Alikin, have been named. Um, over to the Eels, it's business as usual. All the reps have been named. So internationals and, uh, well, do they have any bloody origin people? I don't know. Matt, um, no, Maddo was dumped, wasn't he? So, But just all the rep players have been named. Um, on to the Warriors, first game at home uh, in a long, long time. So it's good to see. Um, Aiken is going into the centres, finally. Um, and Pompey is out. So, you know, I don't know. That's probably spells the end for Aiken. You know, you could move him on to someone who's around 17 and a run-home person, but I don't think he's going to score as well, you know, in centre as he did. Well, you know, he's not the worst centre. You could hold him for at least a week and see if you like, but I just, you know, the Warriors are going like a busted, and it was better while he was in the second row. Um over to the Tigers, Brooks is going to survive. That surprises me. Dewey's on the bench. Um, Utikamano comes in on the bench, uh, and Roberts is back in centres. Um, so, oh, man. Yeah, and Twelve obviously got that bad uh, head knock last week, so Tamo's going to start, uh, and Pole. I think that's his, how you say it, Pole, is on the bench. Um, oh, Fumano Brown is going to start at hooker. Uh, for the Tigers as well, I noticed that in the teams. Um, over to St. George versus the Raiders. All the reps have been named for St. George. Just keep an eye on uh, Ben Hunt because I think he 
what did he get? He was on an ankle in origin. Um, so, you know, he could be a late scratching. I don't know how well he's owned off the top of my head, but, you know, he'd be one that I'd have on the reserves for sure. Um, the Raiders, Whitener's back in, so Frawley is out. And CNK is going to be back onto the bench. Um, that's probably people who are getting AE nightmare scores from Schiller will be happy that he's out and CNK is back on the bench. Um, nothing really outlandish there on the teams. Just that I think coaches, you know, they go, all right, we'll name it. And you look at these extended benches and try to think about what is a possibility of what could happen. So the ones that I have the biggest doubts on this week are Haas and Munster. Um, look, now, if Munster's out of this game, you know he's not going to... Melbourne plays the round 17 by, so you're going to lose Munster for round 16. He's not going to play the round 17 because he's in origin. Um, and after origin, in round 18, I'd really um, think he may not back up. So you, you're going to lose Munster for three games. Um, now, people... Are, I mean, I even thought of the idea of selling... You know, because I was going to sell Cody Walker to get Dillbags. I want Dillbags for the run home, and I'd love to have him in the buy. I was just going to sacrifice around 17 Cody, who's been quite disappointing, uh, and sell Munster um, to Dillbags because I figured, you know, Munster doesn't play this game. Um, he's going to be missing this game, next game, and I'm going to take a rough guess that he doesn't play the round 18. That's three games, and we always say at the start of the year, you can't hold six, 700K on your bench. Well, it's a different story later on in the year because you've got to conserve trades. So if you're trades rich, it is a bit of an idea you can do if you're rich with trades, but it is very luxury um, to trade out Munster and then use Cody to trade Munster back in because it's an extra trade. Whereas if I was just getting rid of Cody, who I have no intention of holding for the whole year, I'm just going early on him to dill bags and I'm going to have a Munster and dill bags um, 5-8 to run home with. So that's just one trade rather than a trade out and then a trade in. So, you know, if you're low on trades, I wouldn't recommend it at all. But I do have my doubts on Munster for this round, um, to say it lightly. All right, and we'll go on to the most bought and sold players of the week, and I'll give you my two cents on that, uh, whether I agree with them or not. Um, let's go to the traded out. Um, number one on the list is Ruben Cotter. Um, he's, you know, been really good this year. Uh, he's worth 598k, um, but 8.1% of people are getting rid of him. Yes, he is injured. No, the cows don't play around 17. I don't no, how far away is he? I think he, they said he is a very light chance of making it back for Origin. Um, what is he? Yeah, it doesn't doesn't say, but I, I think he's a couple of weeks away anyway. And I think you can move him on. You know, get get one of these players, and you've got a Matto. You know, you can get a Matto around seventeen player. You know, for sure. Or you're going to be looking at trying to get funds to get a Paps in or something. Yeah, you can't sit on Cotter. So I agree with that one. Number two on the list is Isaac Targo. Um, 7% of people are moving him on. I think that he's a reasonable enough hold, personally. Uh, look, you know, he's he's been averaging tick under 60 for the year. You know, the three-round average is 55. The five-round average is 55. The average for the year is uh, 59. You know, he's last... Uh, he's just, you know, let's go over the last five. You know, 56, 58, 59, 69, and, and it was a 38 last week. Look, I, I know people are going to have to sacrifice someone. You, I think clearly May 
is a better hold than Targo, but I'm going to probably hold Targo. I am going to sell Kickout, um, which, you know, I just like the versatility of Targo, and they're just such a great attacking team. Yeah, it's going to benefit Kickout at times as well, um, but I, I think I'm going to be... Yeah, I think I'm going to hold Targo. I just like his consistency, 59. He gets, you know, you look at that last five weeks, it's always 50s or 60. You know, if he gets a try, it'll be an 80. I just like his consistency. He's, he doesn't really, I know he did last week get a 30, but he doesn't get too many of those. Um, Teletel Cola, um, 5.6% of people. He's been a, a pretty good cheap. He's made a tick under 200K. Um, he's only worth 358K, so he's not worth a heap uh, of money. Um, but yeah, I don't think the scores, you know, he's got 175 in there and the next best score was a 59. So he's not really scoring well enough for you to hold him. Uh, and I think he's a reasonable one to move on now. Um, his break even's only 13. So you don't need to, he's not an urgent move, but people have got to make their moves this round, you know, at, for getting ready for next round. So, I mean, people might be nuffing him out to bank the cash to get ready, you know, to, to purchase PAPS. Um, so I don't mind it. Um, look, that's the thing. Ruben Cotter, Isaac Targo, Kula, none of them around 17 numbers. And, you know, I would consider Targo and Cotter holdable as your run-home players. Obviously, Cotter's injured, which you can understand why people are moving on. Targo is probably borderline whether you want to hold him till the end or not. So, you know, I, I don't mind. None of them are around 17 numbers. Um, Nat Butcher is next on the list. 3.5% uh, of people is back to the bench because Victor the Inflictor is back. It makes sense. He's, he's done a pretty good job. Good old Nat Butcher. He's worth 463000 It's a hard matchup this week, obviously, against the Penrith Panthers. So move him on. Uh, it makes sense. Um, number five on the list is Payne Hass. Look, I don't think Payne's going to play this week. I really don't. But... He may play. Um, look, the average for the year is 63, which is very good. But let's have a look at this three-round average. It's 48. The five-round average is 51. So are you really scared about selling Payne Hass? You know, the last five for him, uh, 53, 60, 62, 31, 51. It's nothing to write home about. Look, I, I don't mind it. I really do not mind the sell. He's got a break-in of 96, and if he does play, he may play limited minutes. He's not around – oh, yeah, he's not around 17 number because if he's fit, he's going to play origin. Um, so I don't mind it. I think when you're thinking of selling people, yes, Isaac Targo is disposable, I think. He's holdable, and same with Hash. You could hold him, but look, he's got a big BE. He's got two busted shoulders and a busted ankle. I think that that says sell to me. So I'm agreeing with that one. The top five I've got no problems with. Maybe I'd, I'd be, I'm going to personally hold Targo. Um, number six on the list is Ilias, the big minus one last week. He's around 17 number, and he's, you know, it's uh, there's the break even is 67, which would be better than his best score, wouldn't it? I think his best score is a 55. Yeah, so look, he's going to start losing the money that he's made for you. He's only worth 307000 He's up against the Eels. Uh, look, you know, yeah, I mean, he hasn't quite worked out, has he? So, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I understand it. Um, number seven on the list is Ben Travojevic. Yes, he's not even in the team. 286000 he's worth. Number eight on the list is Talakai. It doesn't really make sense to me. Um, look, you're so close to round 17. And uh, look, you know that Jack Whiten and Latrell are going to be putting themselves forward uh, for selection in the next origin. And I think there's a very good chance that Talakai 
could um, come out of that team. So he's going to be around 17 number. Talakai, the average for the year is 66.9. The three-round average is 61, uh, and the five-round average is 52. So, yeah, look, he, he hasn't been setting the world alight five-round-wise, but he's been pretty good in the last three rounds. You know, we've had a 65, a 79, a 39. If he's available for round 17, don't you want him? I just think, um, you know, I don't – I know he's in origin, but I, there's no confirmation that he's going to be missing – um, origin, you know that he's going to miss the round seventeen. So I'd, I'd probably like to hold him personally. I don't know how flush you guys are, are with your round seventeen numbers, but he's scoring well enough, uh, and I think he's a good chance of being, you know, the one that comes out of that Origin team. Two point two percent of people selling. I'd be finding someone else personally, who's not a round seventeen or a good chance being a round seventeen. Uh, you and Aiken, five hundred eleven thousand. We covered that in teams that he is back to the centers. Uh, so I don't mind it. Um, look, he's been very good this year. Uh, he's worth 511000 The break-even is 84, so that's probably his max. The average for the year is 58. You know, the three-round average is 54. The five-round average is 51. So he's kind of very much like Targo, isn't he? Same jewel. Last three, you know, last five, 51, 41, 66, 53, 44. There's one ton in there for Aiken, 194, and the rest is sort of 50s, you know, 50s. So he's not really going to hurt you, I don't think, um, and I don't mind the sell. Uh, number 10 on the list is Munster. Wow, you know, 910 people selling Munster. Look, I don't know if I've got the cobblers, <laughs> the cobbles to do it. I don't know if I've got the, I've got the peas. Um, you know, I might just sell Cody Walker and go one less in the uh, in the buy um, because Munster is a run home guy, isn't he? You know, he's been named this week. I don't expect he'll play. Um, and yeah, he's not going to play the around 17 buy, so you lose 16 and 17. And I worry about him backing up for 18. He, Someone out there who's listening to this, write your comments. Do you think Munster's a sell? Look, if you were flush with trades, I could get around a strategy to sell Munster and then bring him back in via a Cody or something like that. But it's risky business. You know, it's 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 burning a trade um, for sure. Uh, so, look, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to probably be too scared to sell him and I'll probably – because to me, Cody is disposable – the way he's scoring, he's probably going to get a 50. He, we know he can go huge. So in a perfect world, I'd love to hold him and, um, you know, have 100 from him in the buy. I just don't think he's going to do it. Maybe Latrell back in the team could help him. You know, so uh, I don't know. I just don't know. Oh, I don't know. I just feel so dirty. And <laughs> they're selling Cam Munster. Who's the number one five eight you want? Him and Dillbags for the run home, I think. Um, so, yeah, 2%. You know, if people, I don't know, I'm going to, I might be, you know, I might be one, I might take that 910 of you to 911. If I, if he's not named, I might pull the trigger. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, traded in. The number one traded in player is Grant Anderson, who was named this week for the Melbourne Storm. He's got a minus 54 break even. So, you know, it's his third game and he's going to obviously go up in price. Uh, look, let me give you a little warning because perhaps is in that extended bench. If he comes in, you know, Meany is probably going to go to the wing, isn't he? So who do you think it's going to be that drops out? Aramaya? Seve? I don't think so. I think it's going to be Grant Anderson. Look, it is a Thursday game. I would just hold fire on bringing him in and wait and see what they do with Pappenhausen because 
if Paps comes in, I mean, look, you're going to, are you going to lose, you know, is he going to come in for the round 17? Because if Paps is good to go and misses origin, Paps will be at fullback. They're not going to lose anyone from that back line. So if it happens this week that Paps comes in and Grant Anderson is the guy that jumps out, I don't know if I expect him for round 17. So it could be one that really burns you. So guys, he might be the number one traded in play because he's named this week, but I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it till a second before kickoff and that you know that Paps is either in the team or out of the team or and that Grant Anderson has survived because I really think he's going to be the one that goes out personally. That's my personal opinion. Um, number two on the list is Joseph Tuppany. 3.9% of people are bringing Big Joe in. Look, I'm a Canberra Raiders fan, and I love Big Joe. He's having a ripping year, but he's not around 17 number. So why are you bringing him in? Um, look, there's not a lot of people in front row. Maybe people are selling Hass, but, you know, oh, I don't know. I just think you've – I mean, that's my question. I can't understand non – I can't understand people selling round 17, maybe Ilias, but I don't know I know if I love Talakai being a sell, and I don't know if I love the trade-ins that are not around 17, unless it's a, you know, an absolute bona fide gun, and, and maybe um, Tappany is. Let's have a look at him. The average for the year is 64.3, which is quite great, isn't it? You know, he's, he's having a good year. Um, and look, the three-round average is 85. The five-round average is 78. So... Yeah, I can see why people are bringing him in. Let's have a look at the last five weeks. 63, 73, 78, 95, and 82. He is having a bloody great year. It's not a bad matchup there for him either. He's got a break-even of 45. I don't know. And he was great in that international as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think you can run home with him if you want. I just, I just worry about your round 17 teams. Are you going in with seven? But I did say, uh, do we scrap the idea of going in with 12, 13 for the buy and just concentrate on our run home teams and the way that Tuppany is scoring, you know, um, he's an absolute weapon and you can have him as your second front rower, if you like, for the rest of the year. Number three on the list is Ryan Pappenhausen, 3.5%. He's not even in the team yet. Uh, look, I am expecting that he is going to come into the team. I'm going to get a look at him for a week. His break-even is 145, so maybe they easy him in off the bench and maybe he play 40 minutes. Um, if that's the case, hopefully he scores 40 and we get a price reduction. I've got my setup, you know, so that I have just enough money as long as Pappenhausen doesn't come out, come out and get his break-even. I need him to, you know, get less than 70, 75, and then I can afford to get him in next week. I think it's sensible play to get a look at him for a week. There's a chance that he comes in and he goes straight to fullback. It's, you know, it's merely a, a reasonable enough. And look, in the past, Pappenhausen has started a little slow when he's come back. So for me, I just think it's a risky you know, to get him straight away. And you can just wait one week and get him cheaper, most likely. Um, but, you know, that could be a pod play for you. You bring him in and hope that he goes right back into fullback and he scores 170, you know. so you know, But he'd, hit, he'd have to come in and see it, hit the ground running. I just can't believe he's number three on the list right away. Um, number four on the most traded in is Cameron Murray. That's another surprise. You know, he's not going to play the round 17. Um, I think he copped a bit of a... Did he cop a head knock or something in that origin as well? I'm expecting that he might get less minutes this week. Maybe a little bit of a minutes reduction. He has been named. But, I mean, yeah, his average is 73.2. The three-round average is 62. You know, the five-round average is 66. I Do you own Maddo? You know, I just think 
maybe grab someone who's around 17 that you're happy to hold. Maddo's averaging 70s as well, 70. And he was coming off the bench with less minutes. I just think um, now with Murray having a head knock in origin, having the next origin coming up, and Souths have a hard draw home, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, number five on the list is Dillbags. Dillbags is an absolute weapon. The break even is 94, so, um, you know, he could get that. You know, he's, what was his last start? He got an 84. You know, so, look, he's he's having a great year. Um, his average for the year is 726 um, I really want Dillbags, and I, I, I'm, I want him as my second 5'8 for the run home. Uh, I like what he does. I don't mind the Eels draw um, for the run home. Uh, and in that round 17 up against the West Tigers, he is somebody that I completely get my pants over. I want him. Uh, so, look, whether it's Cody that I sell to go to Dillbags or whether I go the Munster and then you know, my plan of burning an extra trade a couple of weeks away when Munster's back on deck to sell Cody back to Munster. I really want Dillbags in. And it makes sense to me because, look, on this list, you know, instead of Joe Tuppany, it'd be IPAP or I'd expect it. Instead of Cam Murray, it'd be Matto, I'd expect, you know. Dillbags, he's one that I totally get. It makes sense to me that you'd want him. 2.4% of you, well done. I agree with you. Uh, number six on the list is Nathan Cleary. Uh, that's a bit odd. Look, he's at a price that, you know, is the ch- as cheap as chips when it comes to Nathan Cleary. 772K. You've got to pull the trigger at some stage. I just, you know, he, I think he will back up. You know, he didn't seem to get injured in that game. Um, the last two games he's played, he's tunned up. <laughs> you know? And the Chooks haven't been the best team this year. It's at home. The Penrith Panthers are hot. Look, I'm not gonna. I'm not the best player in the game. You know him and I. Oh, sorry, him and Pappenhausen. How am I going to tell you that it's not good to me? He's not around 17 player, but I just think you're going to want to run home with Cleary. When do you grab him? You know, he's break even a 64, and I think he'll beat that this week. So this is probably the cheapest you're going to get him. Um, so you've got to pull the trigger at some stage because you want him for the run home. Uh, number seven on the list is Brian Toto. You know, that surprises me. Um, he's going to obviously play Origin. He's not around 17 number. Yes, he's amazing. Um, and he's really hit his straps. He, last week, he went up $64,000 um, because he was he tunned up two weeks in a row. Um, and look... He's been break even as five. So much like Cleary, you're going to have to probably pull the trigger. If you don't get Toto this week, um, you know, he's going to be probably, if he goes out and scores a 70, you know, that next week, he's going to go up another 50K. So he'll be 680K if you don't buy him this week, most likely. And if he tons up, he'll be 700K. So people are going to are between a rock and a hard place when it comes to players like Cleary and Toto um, because, yeah, as different to Joseph Tuppany, um, who I think if you've got a, you know, Joseph Tuppany will score 80 and, you know, uh, Tal Malolo will score 65. It's 15 points. Whereas Toto, I think, can get many hundreds and, you know, from here till the end and so will Cleary. Um, so, I you know, I can understand a couple of people, you know, 2% of you wanting to grab Toto now with the break-even of five uh, and wanting to grab Cleary with a 60 break-even because this is the cheapest you're going to get these blokes. But, 
you know, I mean, again, it's the old round seven. How many numbers you got? Um, number eight on the list, I don't get this one. Joseph Sawali, um, not a round 17 number. Uh, 2% of people bringing him in, 438K. He's got a break in of, of minus five, sure. Um, but look, I don't know, the average is 54.7 for the year. So why are you getting him? I know he turned up last week, but their draw is not the easiest. It's You're going to bring in Joseph Sawali versus Penrith? I don't get it. Um, you know, I, I, look, I, I wouldn't be bringing him in. No, personally, for 438K, you know, I'd be trying to bring in one of the round 17 guys, you know. Um, now, the draw for those uh, Pranella Sharks, you know, grab grab yourself a Katoa or someone like that, I think, around 17. I really think that they'll probably score the same, if not better, than Suali for the rest of the year. The Chooks draw is not the easiest. Uh, and look, he's... Yeah, you can't. It's chasing last week's points, in my opinion. You're grabbing him now. He ripened up and he was good for a sell. Yeah, he's going to make money this week if he goes and runs on the park. But I don't know if he's going to score well. Not against those Penrith Panthers. Um, number nine on the list is uh, Val Holmes. I don't get this one either. Um, he's up against the Broncos. He has been good. Um, the three-round average is 74. Um, the five-round average is 62. And his average for the year is 61. So the last three rounds, it has been good. It's been a 59, a 65, and a 99. There's one ton in there for Val, but mostly it's sort of 50, 60, you know, the occasional 70. Um, is he your priority? I mean, he cost you 549000 Again, I say the same thing that I said about Sawali. Why are you not grabbing a Katoa or a... You know, or grab a low max score, grab, grab a round 17. These guys are going to get you an extra score in the round 17. They don't have a hard, hard draw towards the end of the year. They've got an easy draw, uh, and, you know, they'll score the same, if not better. Um, number 10 on the list is Damian Cook. You know, um, what are New South Wales going to do in that next game? You know, if, if Jack Whiten does come back into the centres, are they going to um, move... Uh, Crichton to the bench, or are they going to keep Crichton in the starting lineup with Burton and put Whiten in the ben- on the bench as a 14? Maybe only one hooker survives. And if, imagine if Appy's the one that survives and Cook does miss Origin. That He'd be an absolute, uh, you know, desirable player to have for the round 17. They're playing... Uh, Newcastle Knights in round 17, but look, surely it's too risky to grab him, you know, f- f- hoping that he's going to play round 17. He's probably going to play Origin. Um, it's not the easiest matchup for them this week. Parramatta are a good team, but he's been he's pretty much matchup proof, isn't he? You got Latrell back into that team. I expect Souths to be better. His average for the year is 74.3, the three run average of 84, and the five run average of 82. He's having a good year, I think. Um, the last five weeks, wow. 75, 81, 72, 79, 103. Wow, that's good good numbers for Cookie. I just don't know if I'd do it. Um, you know, yeah, in the, for your run home, you probably want a Grant or a Cook or both. Um, but, you know, do you want him now? I mean, he's going to probably play Origin. Oh, 674, what's his break even? 56. You know, I could see him getting a 50 this week against the Eels. I just don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But he has been very good. The last five weeks has been absolutely uh, outstanding. Um, all right, well, let's move on now to my trades for the week. Um, number one trade is going to be kick out. Now, 
you know, Kikau's having a perfectly good season. I've enjoyed having him in my team, but he's not around 17 number, um, and I've got to sell someone. I'm going to choose to hold Targo. You know, I could sell Targo instead of um, Kikau. I just like the consistency and the jewel of Dar- Targo, and so one of the sacrificable ones is Kikau. He's going to go down to, I think it's going to be Barnett, um, it, it could be Barnett or it could be Kaloa Matangi or it could be Luke Garner. I just like Barney with minutes. Hopefully he keeps getting the minutes and, and I don't trust the coach just quietly. But he, it's one of those round 17 numbers. I'm not decided on who it'll be out of Kaloa Matangi, Garner or Barnett, but it'll be one of them. The price is right is the real key thing because I bank some cash enough cash to do my Pappenhausen trade next week. My trades this week are all making sure I can get Pappenhausen next week um, and I've got to get the money to do it. So I like the price of Barnett, 464000 Um, You know, his average is a tick under 50 for the year, but if he gets minutes in the second row, he can score 70s and 80s and, and hopefully um, that's the case. It is a risk though. Um I like Lane too, and he's 500 and uh, just a tick over 500k, Um, but, you know, I can save 50k, you know, so I don't know, but I think it's going to be Barnett for me uh, from Kikau, and the other trade is going to be either um, Cody, I know he's around 17 number, but he's only averaging 53, and he gives me the shits, but Latrell's back, so he may may score well, so it'll either be Cody Walker to um, Dillbags. Uh, or it'll be Munster to deal bags with the intention of moving Cody back to Munster in a few weeks, um, which is the riskier play and it is an extra trade. But those are two deal bags, um, you know, and Barnett, I think a pretty good, I mean, deal bags for sure. And Barnett, if he gets the minutes, I think could be two good trade ins. Uh, and, you know, my only other trade will be Pavanhausen. Um for next week. Those are desirable people for the round 17. Definitely dill bags and paps. So um, I'm going to skip on Grant Anderson. Look, if he if he's named this week and survives, and, you know, next week will be interesting as well because, you know, I would – do you know what the perfect scenario for him would be is if um, paps is, comes into the team and goes to fullback, you know, say Meany goes to the wing and, ta- and, and Aaron Meyer's out and Grant survives, you know, because then you know he's earned the spot, he's got the spot. Um, I'm just think that when Pappenhausen goes back to fullback, Meany goes to the wing, uh, and I'm really thinking that Grant goes out. So I'm going to hold on him. I know he's got a negative 50 break even, uh, and if he plays this week, he's going to go up and be more expensive for me for next week. But I think, you know, even if Paps didn't play this week, he's going to come in next week and they're going to have no damage in their back line. So, uh, you know, unless they pull someone up into the 5-8 spot from the back line, like a meanie, uh, you know, uh, but uh, there's no guarantees over it. It's a bit risky. So I'm going to hold off on him. I'm going to get Brown and Barnett and set my money up for next week's Pappenhausen purchase. Um, VCs and Cs for the week. Um, look, it's a tough week, I think. Um, the games, are, you know, like I said, there's, there's good teams up against good teams and there's rubbish teams up against rubbish teams. The way that I'm looking at it, I don't mind um, a Panther VC. So, you know, the obvious one is Cleary. I think he's going to back up. Friday, he's had five days. He's on a high. He had an absolute ripping origin. You know, it's always good when you 
had a win. You know, they, he feels good. Um, and, you know, I think um, they're at home. I, I expect that he, he plays. Um, that's my opinion. Don't quote me on it. But I think he could be a good VC. Or if you like, you can go a May, uh, hoping for multiple tries. I probably would steer away from Teddy, who's been good. He was good in Origin too. Um, you know, because they're away. Um, and there's no Kiri in the team. I would stick away from the, the VC on them. Um, look, and, and vice versa, the Manly versus Melbourne. If it was in Melbourne, uh, you know, I'd be, I'd probably be happy putting a VC on, you know, ordinarily a Munster, but it is a way, and Munster has got that injury doubt. He may not even make the team. And I don't know if it's a Grant, you know, VC one. So I don't like the VCs in there, and I certainly don't like any VCs on a Manly player versus the Melbourne Storm. So Melbourne Storm versus Manly is out. Newcastle versus Gold Coast. Do you really want a VC anyone from that? No. Um, Panthers versus the Chooks. I don't mind a Panther in May or um, Cleary. Um, and look, I really like a C maybe, um, you know, from the Sharks-Bulldogs game. Look, the Bulldogs have been improved. They are at home. And look, Nico, we know we don't love Nico away. <laughs> You know, so he's going to probably be my captain, but it's not without risk because he hasn't been the best away. Maybe you could VC from the Panthers game or from the, you know, the Sharks game. Maybe you could VC um, Hines if you really want to have a slice of that. But I think I like the matchup, um, you know, at home for Penrith. So I'm going to probably go Cleary into. Uh, a Heinz. If you don't want to go and risk a Heinz away, I don't mind. Um, the Parramatta Eels. I don't mind a dill bags. I don't mind an IPAP against South. South has been pretty average, uh, and I don't mind it. You know, the other two games, New Zealand versus Tigers, there's nothing really there for you. St. George versus the Canberra Raiders, there's nothing for you there. So it's got to come out of the Penrith game versus the uh, Chooks. It's got to come out of the Sharks versus Bulldogs. You could go... You know, uh, well, you could go have to take a floater at drink water. But again, I don't know if it's, you know, the Broncos have been improved. Um, so I don't know if I'd have the courage to do that. And Or I think it's going to come from the South Parramatta game. Maybe you go the safety pick this week in an IPAP. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking VC uh, Cleary into a Heinz captain or VC Cleary into uh, an IPAP captain for me um, this week. Um Thanks for listening, guys. I think I'm going to open up the Instagram for questions. Uh, it's been a nice week off, so um, hopefully we're all regenerated. Yes, I'm probably – I'm not fully convinced on round 17 numbers. I, I don't. Th- I was aiming for 10, and, I'm, you know, I'm prepared to sell Cody Walker this week, you know. Let's have a look. What have I got now for round 17 current? And I'm assuming that Heinz – uh, you know, and um, Talakai. I think that, you know, Hines and Talakai are a fair chance. I'm going to count them. Um, so let's have a look. I've got one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Now that's ten, including Cody Walker, which I, I might be selling. So, you know, it'll be eight if Talakai and Hines miss around 17. So that is low. Ten I'm happy enough with, and then perhaps it would become my 11th. Um, you know, I think that's really good. I'm happy with that. I don't know if I need any more than that. 10, 11 is fine. Uh, I'm not going to be going 12 or 13. Um, I'm not going to ruin the team. And for that reason, you know, I could go in with 10 and sell Cody Walker and just save myself a trade and hold Munster. I could sell Cody, who's been un- underwhelming, 
But again, you know, we could see a new regenerated Cody with uh, Latrell back in the team. Oh, hard decisions, eh? Hard decisions. But thanks for listening. I'll open up the questions on the old Instagram and good luck this round, guys. You know, it's always fun, the ones after Rep Brown and Origin, because you could get some late carnage. You know, we'll wait and see, eh? Thanks for listening. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Don't know where it goes, but it's a home to me, and I walk alone. I walk this empty street on the boulevard of broken dreams, where the city sleeps, and I'm the only one, and I walk alone. And I walk alone, and I walk alone And I walk alone, and I walk alone My shadow's only one that walks beside me My shallow heart's the only thing that's beating Sometimes I wish someone out there would fight me